As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The topics and opinions expressed on the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4WN Radio. music. We're going on air right now, and we're on W4WN Radio, and we're also live on a video. Isn't that cool? This old lady's learning how to do all kinds of new tricks, so don't let anybody tell you that you can't learn new things. I've been having such a good time learning how to do my own videos and learning how to have a radio show, and I hope that we're connecting here. Um, I'm looking for, uh, there we go. Okay, we're started. I hope, are we on air now, Rebel? Can you tell me? Are we on air? Yes, we are. Oh, thank you very much. Okay, we had questions from the radio show people last week, and I'm afraid we kind of lost them. The radio station has had a problem in that uh, it's a chat room, and people can type in anything they want during the live radio show. Well, apparently we still have people who are angry and frustrated about whatever in their life, and their language when they type in is not good. In fact, it's confrontational, and it's actually got hatred. It's a a terrible time now to think that we live in a time where people can be so abusive to other people that anger is an excuse to spew out negativity and profanity, and all kinds of things like that. Well, it isn't. And so, unfortunately, here we are in the radio show, and I'm doing a live video, and I don't have any questions to answer for them. So we're just going to get started, and we're going to talk today about freedom. Now, I know I brought the book. This is the book, Letters from a Guardian Angel, that was given to me back in 95 from the Archangel Raphael. There are 50 letters And the one on freedom is the one I'm going to read today. 
because freedom is not just to express yourself in any profane way you wish to. No, you have a responsibility in that freedom. And this is what Raphael says right here. Freedom. When fear is gone, you are free. Now, people expressed anger. This is what Raphael says. Anger is called the action emotion, as Raphael has said. And it means that you need to take action if you're uncomfortable with something that's going on right now. But it also means you have a responsibility. So this is what he says. And look at the nice print here. He says, Dear soul, be at peace knowing that you are a shining being of divine light that is free. You may feel trapped in your physical body and the conditions that surround you at this moment in time. Release all fear and no freedom. Fear creates iron bars on the walls of your mind. It is always your decision to choose love or fear. Love frees you and lifts your heart while fear brings anxiety, stress, anger, pain, sorrow, loss, and lack. The mind is the creator of your physical world. How you perceive life is how you create it, dear one. Be at peace, Raphael says. You are loved with a joyous freedom that holds no criticism or judgment. Awaken to that complete love that is the source manifesting within you. Awaken to the light that is an extension of God's divine love within you. You have no fear while you dwell in that abundance of love, peace, and joy. Come within your own heart and rejoice in your freedom. And it's signed, Abundant Love, Your Guardian Angel, which is Raphael. Now let's elaborate on that a little bit. Because some people seem to think that freedom of speech means that they can spew out any hatred that they want to. No, because life has a way of like being like a boomerang. Whatever you send out can come right back and either slap you on the cheek or give you a sweet kiss. If you send out hate, you're going to get a lot of it back. Because every moment of your life, you are creating your next life in the future. Now, it's like every day you have a new life. And so I'm not talking about reincarnation here. I'm talking about how it works in this world. I'm talking about whatever you do and say and think now is projected into your future and will come back to say yay or nay. And if you have experiences where you are having confrontations with people and people are angry at you, then it's because you projected that out to someone else in an, in an uncaring way. And it's, it's just the law of the universe, dear friends. You cannot ever put something out there that isn't going to come back in some like way for you to be able to see that you are a creator with God. You are a co-creator with God. And you're here on this planet to explore this planet and to learn how to be a co-creator with God. Now, I'm sorry I can't answer your questions right now. We, we've been having technical problems from the day one. And they tell me that over in the skies, the astrologers say, excuse me, the, the, yes, the astrologers, they say that Mercury is retrograde. Now, my understanding of it is when Mercury is retrograde, all kinds of glitches happen in electronics, all kinds of glitches happen in communications, because Mercury is the 
um, God, if you will, it's why it's named that, of communication. And that's why you may say something to somebody and they may get mad and, and you go, what did I say? What did I say? <laughs> because you didn't mean it the way it came out of your mouth and they or they took it a wrong way and you had to scramble to be able to say to them, no, 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 that's not what I meant. I meant was. <sighs> it's... <laughs> It's a very tough time right now, as if the coronavirus wasn't enough of a tough time. Now we have the stars. Now, let's understand that. How did the stars have anything to do with who we are? They have a whole lot to do because everything is energy. And if everything is energy, then it means that you are part of this, the galactic council. Yes, there is a galactic council. You are a part of this universe that God created. And all of the beings that are on other planets that are sentient beings, yes, there are inhabited planets by sentient beings in different body forms. They just happen to create a different spacesuit than what you're wearing. But yes, there are different planets. And they're watching us. But that's not what we're talking about now. We're talking about how your star sign has a particular pattern of energy that was endowed upon you the moment you were born, because you were born under a star sign at a particular time. And even the time of day that you were born in makes a difference in the configuration of the energy that is a package of who you are. It's, I am not an astrologer, and I'm doing my best to explain it in so I can understand it too. So bear with me. Astrologers study the pattern of the skies. They know how when Mercury is retrograde, everything that is electrical can go kaflui and and break down and you can say something to somebody and they can take it a wrong way. That's called communication. And so that's a fact. Now, we, we once had quite a challenge on this radio show about fact versus opinion. And I told them about my student that said, well, I hate school and that's a fact. That's an emotional fact. That is not a scientific fact. And there are two different things altogether. A scientific fact is something that has been proven through research, through study. And if the studies have the same pattern each time, then the scientists declare that it is a fact. So even that can change. Yes. And in fact, they have just discovered that there is a planet out there that could bear and have sentient life. Well, that was shortly after Raphael had told me about a new earth that has been formed for those baby souls that are on the planet now. When they exit the planet through whatever means, when they exit the planet, they are either going to be allowed to go to this new planet, which will, um, which will take baby souls. Baby souls can be very destructive in their curiosity about the planet. They can get involved in, um, in having their own emotional and their own physical needs met. This is where we have amoral people who don't have any idea of the invasion of other people's privacy or the idea of the bodies of other people not belonging to them, that kind of thing. This is where slavery comes in. This is where sexual harassment comes in. Because these baby souls don't have any concept of morality. That's a baby soul. Now, as, as souls grow and mature, then they begin to have, and I'm going to turn around here and put on a, let's see if I put it right way. Yes, I did. And put on an overhead projector. I hope I can hold it up so you can see it. 
let's see here, put it down like this a bit and angle my computer up a bit. Uh, let's see if that works. I'm going to pull it down even more. There we go. Now, what that says is if you are an old soul, you will have many lifetimes of experience. But if you're a young soul like this one here, or excuse me, this one here, this one here, you have a big bag of fear. And that's what you're acting out on is this, <laughs> I try and get it straight, is this big bag of fear. And so if you're carrying around a load of, of anxiety and a load of, of um, beliefs that this person's out to get you or that, that form of thing is out to get you, that there's conspiracies everywhere, you've got a large bag of fear. And you're still a beginner soul. You're still learning to be a sentient being. You don't have you have not had enough experiences of cause and effect to know that fear begets fear. It creates more anxieties, more problems, and so forth. And it's because your experience portfolio is very small. You don't know, you don't know what to expect. But if you died, we'll say 50 times, from 50 different lifetimes, you've fallen off a cliff and you no longer have that phobia of heights, or you've drowned and you no longer have that phobia of water, or you've been killed by some way or another, and you no longer have a fear of death, there's the difference. Those of you that haven't had enough experiences to know that when you die like this, your spirit rises out of your body and your angels take you to heaven. <laughs> now, there is also a place in between that is called the between world. You can get stuck there. And, and some people used to call it purgatory. And if it was a, if you'd had a really horrendous life, then you would see it as hell because you would be reviewing your life. And so what we're talking about here is beginner souls have a large duffel bag full of fear and not much experience. Whereas old souls, like this one here, they have a huge portfolio of experiences. And because they've done that, been there in so many different ways, they don't have much fear left. And so that's a point we wanted to make today. It is according to your soul's knowledge and experience that you are now experiencing this lifetime. And back to what we were saying about this new earth. It's not that all of us are going to vacate this planet and go to this new earth. No, it's actually been set up for beginner and intermediate souls to continue their incarnational cycle without having to damage the earth anymore. Mother Earth is a sentient being ensouled in this planet, and she's very unhappy with us humans with all of the damage we have done to her earth. Fracking is a terrible thing, a terrible wound on her planet. And for just for oil and gas that isn't even needed anymore, but because it brings money to certain people, it has become a source of money and income. And because of that, they don't care about what happens to the planet. They only care about how much money it puts in their pocket. And unfortunately, that's what's happened to our planet. We are polluted with that. Plus, we're polluted with the way the gas and, and oil companies have used their, burned their oil in our cars and in our factories. And it has polluted the air, which in turn has choked out the green growing part of the earth because it needs a certain chemistry. And I'm not a chemist, so I can't tell you, but it needs certain chemistry to be able to survive. It can't breathe. 
If we have trouble breathing, the plants have trouble breathing, and therefore we are losing so much, not just in our food source, but in our ability to survive on this planet. We are choking the planet to death. And so this is what we are talking about when we say that whatever you do, there is a consequences. There is There are always consequences. Now, I've talked unkindly about our president, but this is a baby soul who does not know the consequences of his actions. This is why God doesn't judge him. God sees him as a baby soul. And you wouldn't judge a little baby who was screaming and crying and, and needing attention, and, and even though he didn't have anything that he really needed physically, but just wanted attention, you wouldn't judge it, and neither does God. And that's something you need to know about yourself. No matter what kind of infraction against humanity or against yourself that you have done, God sees you as an explorer of a planet. And every experience that you have on this planet is part of your portfolio of knowledge and wisdom that you are gaining through the experience. The more experience you have, the more knowledge you gain, and therefore the more wisdom you have of how to make your next your next moment in life a better choice. You're making choices every day, hundreds of times a day. How you're going to react to people emotionally, what you're going to say, even what you decide to put on. I decided to put on the red, white, and blue. And in fact, I'm going to bring this down a little bit so that you can see that I'm wearing red, white, and blue because it's still the week of our independence. Now, our forefathers went to war against a huge country. They were outnumbered by, well, I don't even know, but they were outnumbered by those red red troops, they were called, because they had these beautiful red uniforms. And they marched through our woods, and they, they shot our new Americans. Now, this is why we have a problem against Trump, is because it was a, the Americans, the new Americans, against the, the, um, the English that were trying to enslave us and make them a part of, make us a part of their economy. We decided we didn't want to do that. And all tyrants will try to enslave you and make you pay for what they want. And this is where taxes come in. And when you have a president that gives billions of dollars to the rich, to the 1% in this country, because he has the power to do it and to wrangle it and to make it happen, that's a tyrant. That is not somebody that is creating a democracy, which it needs that this whole country is, is run by you and me, by the way we vote. This is why the, the Republicans don't want us to have vote by mail, because then every one of us would have a voice, whether we could get up and go out to a polling place or not whether we were black, brown, yellow, pink, or purple, it wouldn't matter. We would have that ballot in our hands, and we would be able to sign it as we wish to sign it, and we would mail it off. And why do you think the post office are having such a hard time now? I mean, if they can give billions of dollars to the rich, why can't we take care of our post office? That's part of the United States. So all of these things that are happening, you need to be discerning. You, what does that mean? You need to be able to look at the facts and not let the emotions collide with it. The facts are, number one, 
The coronavirus is real. And if you had to go to a doctor to have be treated for some kind of disease, you would trust that the medicine he gave you was the right kind of medicine. But how come you can't trust these physicists, these scientists that have studied all kinds of, I don't know how to pronounce words, all kinds of diseases and know this virus looks like this and this virus looks like that and they've and they've labeled them, they've given them names. So the coronavirus is given the name corona meaning halo because it has like a halo around it. And 19, Donald Trump, means that it was discovered in 2019. So you don't have to unravel that mystery. And so, dear friends, we are in a democratic republic. That means that it's supposed to be run by the people, not by those in power, not by those who have more money in their pockets than you do. And this is the the catch-22 of becoming a senator or a Republican, excuse me, a senator or, or a House of Representatives. Democrat or Republican, you can get people help back you to get into office, and then you may feel beholding to those people of money power. That's the catch-22 of our democracy. Money speaks. And if you want to be reelected, you got to kind of go with what your constituents want. That's what they call it. And those are the people that have the money. And so our democracy is being corrupted by this money power going back and forth. So if you have people who are saying one thing that contradicts what somebody else is saying, you need to research the facts. And where do you get the facts? You get them from the people who have studied. Political scientists have studied how politics works through the centuries. When I was in college, I had to study it, and I wasn't good at it at all because it's not something that was registering in my brain. But other people understand the history of politics, and they understand the decisions that people have made in the past, and they begin to put together how those different things work. That's what we're talking about when you know the difference between fact and opinion. Now, there's a whole lot of more opinion going on in politics than there is facts, and yet, there is uh, what's called fact-checking. And that's something that means that if, some, if somebody says something and it's fact-checked and it's proven to be untrue, they're going to say, you misspoke. You said this was that when it wasn't. That's what we go on. We now have, because there's so many political people out there spewing out all kinds of things that they say are facts, just like that little boy that... He hated school and it was a fact. It was an opinion. It was how he felt. When it's about your emotions, it's not a fact, it's an opinion. If it's about something where a scientist has studied and has the background and the knowledge and the information to make a statement as a fact, it is. The fact is coronavirus is a terrible virus that is airborne by the spittle that comes out of your mouth when you're speaking. And I can feel it in my lips as I'm talking to you now. Everybody needs to wear a mask when you're outside because those people who think they're healthy could be what they call um, typhoid Mary. Yes, because at the time that typhoid was rampant upon the earth, there there were people who were seemingly not to have the virus, but... They actually had it, and they were spreading it all over everywhere because it doesn't mean that you are 
um, strong and healthy. I had one man in, in, a, in Home Depot that wasn't wearing a mask. And he said, I don't need to wear a mask. I'm strong and healthy. He has no idea. He could be carrying the virus and he could be giving it to me because he hasn't taken the time to wear a mask. And this is going to be a long time. We're in for it, people. This virus is not going away soon. And so we are begging you. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Please wear a mask. Now, we started out by talking about freedom. Yes, you have the freedom to choose whether to wear a mask or not, but you are a part of this human life on earth. And if you dishonor other people by refusing to wear a mask, then you are dishonoring God because God has created us equal. God has created us as decision makers. God has created us as souls that have taken on a physical form to discover how to live in a society on a planet. Now, dear ones, we ask you, please wear a mask and honor the science because they have studied what can happen. They're telling you all of these deaths are unnecessary and and the things are climbing. You know, we're supposed to be bringing it down, but they haven't. The minute they opened places up, they opened up the beaches here in Florida. They opened up the bars and all the places where people congregate closely together. And boom, there's a rise in the coronavirus deaths and people who have been sick from it. And yes, young people, people 30 years of age and younger are getting it now. Don't kid yourself. This virant is this vi- virus is vibrantly alive. I can't say it and express it enough. Now, I'm looking at, I don't see that we have any time here. I'm trying to see, no. Okay, I don't know how much more time we have on the radio, but I do know that we still have lots of time. So we're going to continue on about this whole idea of freedom. So many people have the the notion that they can say anything they want, use any profanities that they want, that, that they're free to do that. No, you're not. You are not free. And I'm and I'm I'm speaking as a woman of age with wisdom and with the backing of an archangel who has been my guide for over 50 years. You do not have the freedom to create illness and to create ill on the planet. You do not have that freedom. And if you choose to use it in such a derogatory way, the consequences are that somebody is going to Give it back to you sometime or another, and you'll say, why are you treating me like this? 
And it's because you did it to somebody else before. It, you don't have to wait till a new lifetime to have karma come back and smack you in the face. It comes back. What you send out comes back. So doesn't it make sense to send out love and peace and harmony and joy? Doesn't it make sense to bring love to another person? And if somebody is sending in your face and arguing with you, doesn't it make sense to say, I honor what you have to say. I have also the right to disagree with you. So let's just say we choose to disagree and then go your way. Because anger, when it comes up, anger is the action emotion. It's a good thing to take action when somebody or something is doing something that is harming another. It is a good action to take to stop it, but not with more violence. That doesn't make sense. Two wrongs don't make a right. And so we're talking about how important it is that you understand your responsibility as a human being on planet Earth. You are first and foremost a soul. When I do a reading for someone, the first thing that Raphael shows me is their magnificent soul. It's a huge column of light that goes right through the ceiling. It can stand out three to four feet. In It's, it's just an amazing... It's like walking into a woods and a, and a spotlight comes down from the sun through the woods to the ground. And you see all these little flecks of dust and everything else in it. It's kind of like that, except the little flecks of dust are actually beads of energy. You are divine energy. You are God made. And your soul is exhibiting a, a beautiful, beautiful beam of light. And it comes in all the colors of the rainbow. If you're, we've said this before, you have a personality to express. If you're a red soul, you want to be in charge. If you're a violet soul, you want to look up at the stars. You want to talk to God. You want to tell people about what you believe is God. Because that's your focus. That's what God created you to be. And so these beautiful colors of the rainbow that I see when I read for people They are only one color. And that's how I can tell them so much about themselves because Raphael has revealed to me what those colors of souls mean. And you can find that information on the book that's coming out. And I'm going to do a little blog here. We're not sure even about the title, but look for a new book by Raphael and it will be in Amazon. We're still working on the cover. We're still working on the, we've got the body of the book already to go. We just need the cover and the ISBN number. And it's ready to come out. It's going to explain all of these things that we talk about because Raphael and I had a conversation and I wrote it all down. I'm a fast typist. I can type very fast. And as the words come through me, I type them. And so it's a conversation between Raphael and me. And it asks the questions that you and my radio show have been asking. And all of the questions that have been asked in the hundreds of thousands of readings that I've done over these many years from people all across the world. And although I'm sort of semi-retired now, I don't even charge for my readings anymore. And the reason for that is because I have been so blessed in this, being able to be this age and still be so active and do all of the wonderful things I do for everyone. And I give it back by not charging for the readings. That raises an eyebrow. People say, how can you afford to do that? Well, I'm a retired teacher, so I have an income. I have my Social Security and I have my teacher's retirement. And I'm very frugal. I don't have to wear a whole lot of different clothes. 
I'm, I, I hate shopping. And if I buy clothes, it's usually at the used clothing store because I hate trying on clothes. I have come to realize that what's important to me is spirituality, not physicality. And that's the reason why I've devoted my life to bringing to you this wisdom from an archangel. Archangel Raphael is called the healing angel. He's green light. He's in comes from the green ray. And that is a healing energy. So if you've got any problems, imagine that you're standing under this magnificent green light, like a floodlight on a stage. And it's total darkness everywhere, but this green light is shining down on you. And you are surrounded by angels. Breathe it in. Breathe it in, dear ones, because you are now in charge of your life. As you think, so shall it be. If you only think fearful thoughts, you will experience fear. If you think joyful thoughts, you will have laughter and you will always have a smile on your face. I've been so fortunate to be trained in this. Ever since I was a tot, I was always the cockeyed optimist. I was always the one to say, wait a minute, I I don't believe that. (laughs) I remember when I was very young, I I don't even know how old I was. I was in church and I, I was a Catholic and I... I went to church every Sunday, and I, I forgot we were fasting back in those days. We couldn't even drink water. We couldn't eat anything. We couldn't even drink water. And I brushed my teeth, and I slushed that out, and I drank the water. And it's, oh, no, I can't receive Jesus in communion. I was so upset because I always looked forward to the Eucharist. At that time, we weren't drinking the wine. We were just taking that wafer. And I so looked forward to that communion with Jesus. And you know, I still believe it. I still believe that Jesus can come to us in any form whatsoever. All we have to do is say, thank you, Jesus, for being with me. And instantly, that spirit of the Christ is with you. I truly believe everything is God energy. Everything. These beads, somebody had an inspiration from God to create these particular kind of beads and uh, to put the thing in the back. And so... Yes, this lovely little pin that I have. Somebody created that. Somebody had an idea from God, and they figured out how to create that. Isn't that amazing? Even the rings I'm wearing, some jeweler got the idea of how to create them. Aren't they lovely? This one was given to me by my second husband, and it was on our anniversary. And it's a ruby. He loved rubies. It was such a gift to me, and I wear it when I think about him. And that's what happens. Everything has a memory, and that's what is part of our spirituality. This is not part of our spirituality. This is part of us having pleasure in wearing certain things, like bright red earrings. (laughs) So I'm red, white, and blue. Here we go. It's still a way of saying that I love this country, and I love the freedom that we have been given through our forefathers, everybody's talking about forefathers and the, the Declaration of Independence and all of the Constitution. They talk about all those words from our forefathers, which are still important now. And, and yet many people are actually trampling on that by saying they can say anything they want. They can follow the Ku Klux Klan if they want to. Even the Ku Klux Klan would rather replace our flag with the Confederate flag. And that's the reason why those statues are being taken down. We're having a battle, another civil war, between the Confederacy 
and those who are from the United States of America. The Confederacy wants us to separate from democracy. And if the Ku Klux Klan had their way, they would have an autocracy. That's not the right word. They would have a tyrant in office, which we have now. Take a deep breath, everyone, because it is now time to let you go. And so we say to you, be at peace. And I don't know how much time I have left. How much time do I have left? But we have to end the stream. You have like 11 minutes. Oh, boy. Okay, so we're not going to start. We're not going to cut off yet. Okay. I thought we had had the sign there that came up, said end stream. <clears throat> That's just my way out. i got to learn how to push that button. So we have 11 minutes. Okay. So we were talking about the responsibility of being a citizen of the United States of America, not a citizen of the Confederacy. We we. We fought that war a long time ago, and it was over slavery. And yet, we have human trafficking, which is slavery. We have huh, Epstein and all of his cohorts that enslaved young girls just for their sexual satisfaction, damaged their lives forever. And a lot of them probably couldn't stand being in the planet in this life anymore. And a lot of them had probably committed suicide. And again, God does not judge. Understand, God does not judge. God is the energy by which we exist, by which these beads were created, and all of the beautiful things that you have created in your life. God is within that energy, and God loves every bit of you, good, bad, or indifferent. God does not judge you. You end up judging yourself. After life, when you die, You go to heaven, but there is a place that you go that I imagine is called the Hall of Knowledge. And in that Hall of Knowledge, you sit with your spirit guide, with your angel, and you open up this huge book that is about all of your lifetimes, and especially every single bit of this life. It can recall any moment in perfect detail and If you haven't had had the chance to watch the movie Defending Your Life, it's kind of like that, but yet there's no judgment. But it really says, are you ready to move to the next step of soul development, or are you going to remain as a baby soul or as an intermediate soul? Are you ready to advance to the next step where you will show wisdom and compassion and understanding? If you didn't show that in this lifetime, then... Your angels and guides may say you really need to create another life and see if you can gain more knowledge about having compassion for your fellow countrymen, having compassion and understanding and being willing to listen. And so there you go, right around and back again to the planet Earth. You take on another physical persona. You're still the same soul. Your soul has written a new story to play on Earth's stage, and this time... You may show more compassion, or this time, somebody may not show compassion to you, and you will learn what it feels like to be judged, to be trampled over, to be ignored, to be cussed at, to be beaten to death. Maybe you will experience that now, and you can call it karma, but it isn't. It's what goes around, comes around, right back at you. Think about that. And that's why if somebody is mean to you for some reason, and you you can't think of anything you've ever done to hurt them, you might be experiencing what you did in a previous lifetime. And you now know what it feels like to be misunderstood 
to be judged, to be misjudged, because that's the way it works. God helps you to understand how to gain compassion and love for one another. Jesus the Christ came down to earth to teach us what his Father has been trying to tell everyone for ages. Love one another as I have loved you, he quoted. He said, as I have loved you, Jesus loved his fellow man. He never turned his back on them. He raised his hand in blessings. He raised the dead. He raised the crippled. He healed because his compassion with the Father God within him was so great, it was so wonderful that he couldn't possibly live on this earth very long. And so only in his 30s, his life was taken from him in an unjust way because people in power were afraid he was going to take their power from them. Does that sound familiar? What do politicians do? But rant and rave about this or that person because they're afraid that person might take power from them. Are they being Christ-like? I would not say so. And some of you have seen the video where <laughs> I asked if, if Donald Trump was the Antichrist. If you haven't watched that video, then you need to. Because what I did, I didn't judge him. I just put the seven deadly sins out there. And we could see that Donald Trump had committed all seven of them. And that in itself tells the story of whose side they're on. Is he on the side of truth and justice and peace and harmony and love and compassion? I don't think so. He's on the side of how much money he can make, how much power he can have, how much love he can get through his rallies, through the women that adore him, that he beds, even though he has a wife. I don't think that is showing a Christian attitude. And so, not judging, but you hold those people to their acts and deeds as to how they believe. And all this president is doing now is believing that he has power and he's wielding it for the party he favors. Not for humanity, not for our country, not when he wants to resurrect the Civil War. And that's what's happening to us. We are allowing the Ku Klux Klan to bring us back into the Civil War. And is that what you want for this country? Do you want us killing one another with rifles? Is that what you want? Is that what you call peace? I don't think so. Peace is in the negotiation room. Peace is in our form of government that is now being tested to the hilt. If we are going to stay as a, a, de a Democratic Republican Congress, if we are going to believe in division as unity, we can have a conflict of ideas, but we can come together and do what is best for the entire group, for both sides. If you believe in that, you believe in democracy. But if you believe that you can have somebody who can dictate to you how you're going to live, and I hear some of you saying, well, you're dictating to me that I can't, I have to wear a mask. Let's separate fact from fiction. You wear a mask because our scientists who are educated, who know one virus from another, who have seen the facts of how going without a mask will bring that tide of deaths right up the scale. Those are facts, people. If you ignore facts because of scientists who have studied their whole life to be to have the knowledge that they have about science. And this virus is about science. Science. 
I get very frustrated because we can say this over and over again, and yet people will come up with some argument that they don't have to wear a mask. And those are baby souls. Unfortunately, they are souls that are not yet wise enough to know what is truth and what is not. And so, dear ones, let's go back to what is it that we love about freedom? We're still a few days from our independence from England. What is it we love about that? That we have created our own government that is not being dictated by a king. We have created a democracy that is supposed to be for the people, of the people, and ruled by the people. By people, not by a tyrant in office who dictates to us what is right and who, what is wrong, but by the people, and by people who are of knowledge, who, studied, who study politics, who can tell you about politics, who have news when they bring the news forth. Don't go listening to news like Fox News. Do you know that they're not even a news broadcast? They are a um, they are there for entertainment. They've signed up not as a news broadcast, but as an entertainment company. They don't even have people who are political science majors. That means that they've studied politics. All they have are people who have a good face and a good voice and can say whatever it is they're told to say. Fox News is not one to follow. And I don't care what people say. There are many other radio stations and TV stations out there that you can gather knowledge from. You can re- you can watch Fox News and then go check the facts with other people. Check the facts with the scientists. Check the facts with the fact checkers for people on television. And when they say that they've fact checked everything that Donald Trump has said, and they've come up with 17,000 mistruths. And I'm putting it that way because he is speaking something he doesn't know anything about. And he is saying things he doesn't know. He just, whatever pops in his head, pops out his mind. And listen to the facts. Listen to the people who know the facts. Now, granted, there are maybe news people out there who are bashing the president and you don't want to listen to that. I understand. But do find, like public radio, is the, probably the best station that you can ever find to give you the facts without the emotional baggage that goes with it. They have people who look to both sides. They listen to both sides. They look for the research. They look for the people who are looking at, is this a fact or is this an opinion? And they will give you the hard news. Watch public radio and, or listen to public radio and watch public television. They're probably the best source of unadulterated, pure news. Now, I'm not not negating any of the other news stations, but you have to think, does this resonate as truth for you? And if you are truly believing that Donald Trump, our president, is a hero, is a uh, fact, what he says is truth and fact, so help me God, then you won't be listening to me much longer. And I'm sure I've lost a lot of viewers. I know some of the questions that came to me. Oh, we've only got one minute left. But some of the questions that came to me said they were no longer going to listen to me. And I say, hallelujah. I want people who are going to listen to me who are ready to listen to an archangel. And I'm done for now. And it's wonderful being with you at the same time my radio listeners are hearing me. Check me out and get back to me next week. Every Tuesday at noon... I will be doing a video of the radio show. 
God bless each of you. I love you. And I want only happiness and joy, peace, harmony, and health for each of you. Until next week, and maybe before, if I do another video. Bye for now. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.